Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. This is like Business Unveiled in the bedroom. It is Business Unveiled in the bed. Bedroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the bed. You're going to be seeing a lot of me in a bed coming up. Just wait. Because my whole new theme is wake up. It's time to wake up. And it's your time to wake up. Today, we are coming to you live from New Delhi, India, and I have Monica Bali here, and she is an amazing, amazing wedding planner from Florence, Italy, and I met Monica like forever, it seems like forever ago, but really, it was just like maybe four or five years? Yeah, I think four or five years ago, not more than that. Depending on when you're listening to this, but I feel like she's been like my travel mom my whole life. <laughs> but I haven't been traveling my whole life. I didn't even know travel really existed until I was like over 20-something years old. And over here, we have Brian. Brian Worley is from Atlanta. Actually, he's from Texas, okay? Texas, some boot and scoot and boogie. And, but he lived in L.A. for 20 plus 22 years, like, oh, well over two decades, and did all kinds of amazing, amazing events. Just Google him and click images. And then he wanted to settle down a little bit more, and he moved to Atlanta, to my side of the city. Not really. I mean, it's like three hours from me. It's way closer than L.A. And he's been there for a couple years doing events, and... Brian is my travel husband, and thanks to Monica, we have this amazing relationship, and we love traveling together, and that's my story, and we'll share more with you. But we are here today because we have a really important announcement for the hospitality industry that's going to be life-changing, because we all know that you can't learn this stuff from a book. Okay, it comes with a lot of experience. And for those of you who are wedding planners or event planners and you want to do destination weddings, this is kind of the group to like get in with because they know people all over the world and it's all about relationships. And with the power of the positive side of social media, we can connect and stay connected to people. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> okay, so first. We're going to, well, let's take a 60 seconds, and please, anyone who's listening or watching, if you don't know who Monica Bali is, tell them who Monica Bali is in 60 seconds. 60 seconds? Well, Monica Bali is a planner based in Tuscany, Italy, with over two decades of uh, destination weddings in Italy and the whole Mediterranean, mostly. We love to travel. Our passion is having fun. And I'm a big networker, so my travel family, we can say, but also my networking family and business um, networking is all over the globe, we can say. 
I have two things in life, which are um, walking with my head up high everywhere I go and sleeping onto pillows. Although I do love to take fun things for events and challenges. I'm done with my 60 seconds. <laughs> okay. And uh, honey, tell them who you are. 60 seconds. Uh, 60 and we're seconds. sharing a microphone. Okay. Um, my name is Brian Worley. As Angela said, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I uh, have been producing and designing events for over two decades like Monica. But let's... Uh, All of us have. I know. Gosh. All of us. We're hitting that age range where <laughs> we've been doing this a while. So as Angela... As Angela also said, that comes with experience, and through experience and what the three of us have done um, brings us to this podcast, I think, and what we're about to embark on the rest of you guys so that you guys can learn. Um, but I love to travel. I love being creative and doing events, which is that creative outlet that I've loved for, as I said, over two decades. And I think that this is a great opportunity for our knowledge to be put into a space where we've done the homework and we can impart that knowledge um, to other people. So what we're here to talk about today is called something IEC, International Event Certification. Now wait, before you think of certification, just hear us out because this is different and we're going to tell you why. But first... Monica, tell us who started IEC. Give us a little backstory. So the backstory is um, it's actually very easy. It's just some, something that, you know, we were talking about our travel family, how we meet at conferences, how we go to fam trips, how we just go and meet each other or how we work together. With many of us internationally, what happened is that this is something that we always thought and that we always spoke about, you know, thinking that there is no actual real certification that can, um, you know, can hold all of us together. So that is really how it was born, just talking around a dinner at a table and then little by little scouting the different options until we found this fantastic opportunity to create a certification. And remember, not a course, it's a certification that is global, first of all, because yes, this is the big thing is that it's not just for one country or another country. We're talking about the world. And it's the only certification that is for professionals and is validated by a third party certifier. So we are not certifying. You know, we are not the certifying saying you're going to get a stamp from Monica Bali or Angela Prophet or Brian Worley. No. We have a third-party certifier that is globally renowned called AJA Europe, and they are the certifiers. What we do um, is we are country partner examiners. So the peculiarity is that your examiners are actually pros of the industry globally. So that's, you know, a big thing. And they have good expectations and high expectations when we do exams. Yes, Angela? <laughs> High expectations. Perfection. Because yeah. you only get one shot. Exactly. But, you know, this whole thing mm -hmm. has been studied um, for over two years. So it's not something that was born out of the blue in two seconds. And being global, we had to, first of all, f 
follow all of AJA's rules, which trust me, there are quite a few. And second of all, we had to create everything in such an objective way so that every country, every examiner, every country partner, every candidate would have the same chances, be judged exactly the same in order to be um, validational, we can say, in order to be like real and also honest towards everybody. I have a question, Monica. I think oh. that would be very important. Is AJA, what does it stand for? And how, take us back to AJA because I think they're the foundation of being the third party certifier. So I think that it's important to understand who they are and why they give accreditation and validation to this. And we are not talking, I'm just clarifying about amazing Aja Price. <laughs> who is one of our dear friends and amazing GSD leaders. We're not talking about AJA. AJA is a completely different no, no, thing. No. So I just want to clarify that. Because <laughs> if you've been around me a long, long time, you might be thinking it's something she started. She started some cool shit, but not this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So the name of the certifier is actually AJA Europe. And this is their name. They are um, certifiers for professional um, businesses, professional professionalities, we can say. So people, not companies. And they are actually uh, certifiers. This means that these are companies that are checked in each of the countries where they are operating by other entities who um, give the permit to certify. So you know, whenever I call them, I can tell you that over 300 days a year, they have people in checking their status as certifiers. Because in each country, there is actually different certifiers you need to be affiliated to in order to operate in that country and be recognized to be operational and validated by that country. So this is what AJA is. And they're over in over like 20 countries with offices open but they are actually globally valid and they have been validated by a big number of validators internationally. So that's what, you know, we have at the moment. So it's a big deal. So just to be clear, do we know the difference between examiner and apprenticeship? Um, well, I guess so, but here it is. The examiners are professionals with proven, um, businesses, proven ethics, proven um, they know how to do their job in the different specializations that we carry for the certification, which is not in fact only one, but there's multiple. And they are actually professionals, high-end professionals. I mean, they're big names. We're not talking about like newcomers that um, have been validated by AJA as examiners. So this means that you will have them as your examiner in front of you. They will be checking your exam, checking your books, checking, you checking know. Checking it twice. Checking it twice and even three times. Can you, can you give a, because you have the examiners and the apprentice, but can you take it back to how the process works? Because I think that when you say that there's an examiner sitting in front of you, I think that might so, need a little clarification just so that they understand exactly. getting the certificate. Okay, so first of all, the IEC is not a course, but is an exam. This means that we as IEC are not telling you what course you need to do. It can be anything, but it can also be just 
your business life if you have done this for years and you have the experience. What we look for is experience and knowledge that comes from experience. So what happens is that you can uh, uh, apply for the exam. The, everything is also online and you can have all the information on the website which is www.internationaleventcertification.com and in order to uh, access the exam you need to create a folder following a point system which simply tracks your bio, your business, the way you work and you can pick and choose. So to be honest with you doing the point system and the folder is pretty easy. So it makes it easy. And in order to apply, you have to have a minimum of, of 80 to a maximum of 100 points for the first specialization. But then if you want to ask for multiples, and you're going to find all the details of which are available on the website, you have to add in 50 points for each extra um, specialization asked. Then all of this is sent to the country partner examiner. So that's the person head of that destination. So depending, yes, exactly. Talking about the U.S., you got these cute little faces over here. And we would be your examiner. We, you would be their examiners, but there also might be others, naturally. And we only have one golden rule, which is no conflict of interest. So this means that... The candidate and the examiners cannot by any means know each other and you're going to be signing a paper saying that you don't know them because that's the only way the exam can be invalidated. So no special treatment. Exactly. You know, the scope of everything is to is try to be the most objective ever. In fact, all the evaluations are based on the objective um I mean, on the objective part of the business, part of the planning part, part of the different specializations. I mean, if you love red roses and I don't and I'm examining you, it doesn't really matter because, you know, as long as you know how to put your schedule together, your things together, your event together, your design part, your food, and all the details that each planner must do and that we do every day, you're good. So... At being admitted to the exam is not super hard, so I tell you the truth. But to do the exam, either you know how to do an event very well, or it can be very, very tricky. Also because you need to aim passing the exam, not with the minimum, because the minimum only gives you like a registration number, and yes, part of the community. But if you pass the exam with and 85% and above, you are eligible for the apprenticeship program. So we were talking that we have apprenticeship. The apprenticeship partners are top event planners and wedding planners from all over the globe. And we're talking about like top, top, top notch. Okay, so imagine you want to learn, you know, uh, destination wedding, uh, Indian weddings. Well, that's actually why we're over here with all that's our We're in India right now. <laughs> hey. We were here for a conference. Exactly. So, you know, you can learn how to do things traveling the world. So it's not something that you need to operate in your destination. It's not a piece of paper you need to work for. It's 
is, is something that you need to have to be part of a new community that is rising. The scope of the whole certification is to create a brand of excellence in time that is visible at sight so that each client or each vendor, each everybody, when you have that seal on, can say, yes, they know exactly what a luxury event is or they know how to do this event. Then it's up to them to see if you're a good fit or you're not a good fit, but you do know the objective parts. So what a better you know, way of not only working in a country, but being able to be exposed to new traditions, new cultures, new foods. I mean, there's a whole new world. And today, this whole thing is coming together, really, like destination weddings are bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and we see somebody that's very happy about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so what a better experience to be the best because you've learned from the best and carry that over to your destination, to your everyday life. And, you know, and enjoy life doing it. These apprenticeship partners are not people that you email or you call on the phone and they will get you. Not at all. So I think it's a great opportunity for us all. It really is. And so if you have questions, Monica is the global coordinator and we will put her contact information in the show notes. And if you're wondering why Brian and I are sitting here with Monica, can you explain to them how, well, I think you already said it. It's in over 22 countries. Exactly. I don't know if we necessarily said it. Brian and I represent U.S. and there is one more. Bob. We're missing Bob. 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 But it's a global community, and I think that that's where it's important to understand is that it's a, like the spider web, I like to use that as my analogy, where you are the spider in your spider web, and the web is so big, and that's where IEC comes into play, because it's great for spreading that spider web, networking, finding out the global community, and all the people that do what we do, experts in the field, and they link us all together through that spider web so that we can, if you're doing a wedding, say in India, we've now met people, we have part of this whole group that you can reach out to, everything is vetted. And then you can also use this as part of your global directory for wherever you're going to do a wedding or an event. Is that a good way? to? Yeah, you can't just go on Google these days and Google how to plan a wedding in another country. Like there's so many things to know. Like when, when planners or interns are like, can I climb into your suitcase to come to a private island wedding? It's not that easy. Like you have to think of so many things ahead of time. And if you don't work with someone who has that experience and you want to take your company to the next level and start traveling, it's like Monica said, why not learn from the best? We've been there. We've done that. We've pulled lots of magic tricks like out of our ass. Over six decades of experience here. <laughs> All over the world. And we're just three of us. Yeah. Yeah. How many people, Monica, would you say are in the core group at this point starting out? Because it just launched in February? Exactly. It just launched on February. 2022. February 2022. And at the moment, we have opened 22 countries with 20 uh, examiner partners. And for the apprenticeship program, at the moment, we have 80 partners and counting globally, really every day. So increasing and growing, and we're very, very happy about this. But if you're not from one of the countries that is open, that does not matter because you simply need to call us and we'll arrange. Or email. Or email, absolutely. 
that's even easier. Or <laughs> WhatsApp. Modern technology, WhatsApp. If you're out the U.S., they WhatsApp. Yeah, so actually, let's talk a little bit about the U.S. because we've been all over the world. In fact, Brian and I have never seen each other in, in the, the United, United States. States. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fact. <laughs> and that's so... Very random. Thanks to our travel mom. Exactly, right. And... If, if you want to hear the backstory on Brad and I, he actually, like, hated me in the beginning, and we have hate a podcast. Is a, hate is a strong word. Oh, he, did, he strongly disliked me yeah. because he thought that I was, like, a stuck-up snothead, which no, I'm not. No, not a stuck-up snothead. She just, you could not get a hold of, she would not return your emails or phone calls <laughs> because unless she had you go through Amanda. There's a process, people. Yeah, this is well, why it works. Yeah, but there's also friendships that... Uh, that we didn't have yet, but then we met, it. and now we're in love, and, like, it's all good. It's like we've been together forever. I yeah. know, but you should still... Uh, okay, so but let's talk about America, because okay. America, America is... Uh, the perception of certifications and awards, it's very different from Europe. It's very different from any other place that does luxury weddings that I've ever seen in the world. And so Americans, you know, you literally can watch a movie, um, The Wedding Planner, J-Lo, and then plan your own wedding or be in your best friend's wedding or do your kid's birthday party really well. And then all of a sudden you want to become a party planner or a wedding planner. And listen, so it happened to me too, okay? I mean... My family was in the wedding industry. My uncle had a wedding venue for like 30-something years. But it's like that all happens to us. We fall into it. We don't have to go to medical school. We don't have to do anything. In fact, you don't even have to have a Facebook page or put up a website. You can just be the neighborhood event planner, right? But why not get paid for it? Why not get paid for your passion? Anyway, what was the point? You were talking about why it's important in America. Oh, that's right. So certification Monica, as opposed to other places. Monica had a really great point thank you honey um that americans we need to view it differently and when it comes to community and networking and i will say what really catapulted my career was in 2010 and i was uh doing a wedding for someone who had just gotten off of american idol she was a nashville singer and we planned this whole wedding to this whole tv show and a month before there she's like i want to go to a private island where no one knows who i am like i'm tired of this bullshit and so we, we did. And in my head, I'm like, what's a private island? Like, I didn't even know that existed. But the reason I knew somebody is because I had just been to, I think, an Engage conference or a conference where I met other people. And so I just started emailing people saying, I have this client. Oh, and by the way, I couldn't tell them the name. So it was Mr. and Mrs. Nashville. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like a famous person in, in country music, but I can't tell you who it is. And they wanted it New Year's Eve. So... But I didn't even know that stuff existed. But because I went to that conference and because I invested in the conference and because I made those connections and I networked, I was able to find something. And then going to that private island, it just completely changed my life and my perspective on everything. And each trip that we go on, wouldn't you say we always meet? Tell them your analogy. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, your tree. My mom always said, my tree? It was like a tree analogy or no, something. No, 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 no. Like branches and leaves. No. And you always take away four best no, friends. No, no, no. So my mom told me when I was a kid that when you grow up or in life, you have four or five best friends and everyone else is an acquaintance. Well, every time I go on a trip, every time I go somewhere, I always try to find those four or five people that are significant. They may not be your best friend, but everyone else is an acquaintance. And those are the people that you focus on. Like when we met, we became friends. She became a part of that tree. So your tree is the trunk. You are the trunk and then the branches. And it escalates from there. Yes. So anyways, that's that. Okay. Let's go back to the questions. 
the point is, is the community matters. It's literally everything. And so it's not just about this exam or the certification, but we're always trying to do better. If you are an entrepreneur and a go-getter and a creator, you know you're a freaking perfectionist and you know you always want to try to do better. And if you get comfortable, you're never going to continue to grow because then you're going to be stuck. Well, that's a different well, episode. No, but I think that it's also networking. And networking is the fundamental core of doing business, whatever business you're in. And I, especially in our business, it's networking. And this certification gives you a global network that is very impressive. You're dealing with the best people, the best of the best. And, you know, that's where I think it's important for, especially Americans, where anyone can be a wedding planner, anyone can be a party planner without having any training or anything like that, where it is in other parts of the globe is very important to have these things. So I think that that is where you have to look at it differently and you have to use kind of a different perspective than just like, oh, we can just be, do a wedding here and a wedding there or whatever. It's, it's taking it a step further. So travel mom, travel mom. How travel do you mom. how do you feel? Did we um, recap that well? Because you said it so perfectly the other day. <laughs> I think we recapped it well. And if somebody has some questions, we're all here to answer. But the important thing is that I think is, you know, today, if you are lucky enough to do a job that makes you happy and makes you wake up in the morning excited by the day ahead of you. You know, this is something that will even make it better because the, you know, getting a good excuse to grow, a good excuse to travel, you know, even to challenge yourself and learn about new things that are happening globally, you know, you're never going to be the best. We're never going to be the best. Each time we work and each time we grow and each time we learn something to put in the next thing we're going to be doing. And that's also the fun of the journey, I think. Life's a journey. Okay, so, um, well, and also, too, I will say you really gain access to a lot of information that, again, you wouldn't have information such as what automation tools are coming out and what is coming out in virtual reality and what is the metaverse. And it's not that you only need to know about these tools for your business, but you need to know about these tools because they're coming. You don't have to adapt and you don't have to adopt, but it's just good to know these things. Otherwise, if you don't go with the flow and you grow, your, your business is going to die out. It's going to be stagnant, stagnant. 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 <laughs> so, if anyone wants to get involved, if you're watching this or listening to this, and we'll put the links in the show notes, but Monica, how can they get information about this? The easiest part is to go on the website. You will see, you will get some information on the website. Then you will need to register in order to access all information, which is on the second level of the webpage. And there, once you decide to start, you have all the information on how it works, who the people are, who the apprenticeship um, partners are, who the examiners, who the country is open, or in case you just WhatsApp us or email us, and we'll be happy to help you out. There it is. What's happening again? What's happening again? I yeah. know it's not used in the U.S. a lot, but trust me, the rest it's of the world, the rest of the world uses it. We're uses becoming it. very proficient in it. Yeah, we're learning new things every day, like about the blue check marks. And, yes. And anyway, 
Um, okay, so there was one more thing. Oh my gosh, you guys, there is this amazing tool that Monica has created, and we're going to talk about that on a different podcast. But really quickly, we're going to do something really fun. Um, honey, can you hand me those deck of cards? I didn't do this when we did mine. I know, this is new. Oh. She always has something new. You hold the mic. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to pick a card, and I'm going to... You're going to pick a card, and then I'm going to ask you a question. And this is just fun. Okay, Monica, ladies okay, first. Okay, Monica, pick a ladies card. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is... <laughs> oh, my God, this is the most appropriate, best question for where we are right now, you guys. <laughs> an embarrassing one. No, but I think it's hilarious because of where we are. Okay, we will have an off. If you get grossed out, just fast forward us for a moment because I'm just going to be real with you. Like, my butthole feels like it is being ripped out of my ass. <laughs> I'm eating the food here. The food was amazing, but the spices is just very harsh. Okay, so Monica Bali, the card that you chose out of all the cards. When was the most embarrassing time that you passed gas? <laughs> Look at her face. It passed gas? Yeah. yeah. Farted. It farted? <laughs> okay. To my travel mom who gave me fart pills the other day, okay? Because, y'all, I got food poisoning. I got so sick. And my... It, it was black. Okay. It was just so disgusting. That is so gross. No, no the pills to... are black, but the poop uh, was black, too. Well, no one wants to know that. Okay. But, listen, I'm just being real here. If you have black poop, you're not dying. Okay. Can you think of one? Can I think of one? Um... I think that's like, that's a hard one. Oh, I know exactly when mine was. Well, there was ones I don't remember when, I mean, or where. I just know that I really, really had to go to the bathroom and, you know, and all of a sudden it just came out. (laughs) (laughs) I went like, and I just pretended it wasn't me. (laughs) And and the first thing you do is like. (laughs) But you're like. You know, but they always say who smelt it, dealt it. So but I didn't smell like, it. I just yeah. went like that. Yeah, you're, you're just like, oh, my God. In my most embarrassing. Do you know your most embarrassing? No, I mean, I think that it's just, I think it's universally like you're just somewhere where you're in a group of people. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you're like, you just have to. I, I, I have done it where you like let it go and then you walk out. So yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you walk and you just walk faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, not me. You leave it there. Okay. Well, I have a good one. Okay. So this is actually recently. So this is why this is so funny to me. It was not funny, but thank God the person I was with, like, were just alike. So it. But I think he was a bit concerned. Um, but we were at a restaurant and kind of like on a date and um, in some country looking at water, beautiful water. It was so pretty and the wind was great. And I choked. So I took a drink of my drink that was really effing strong. And when I swallowed it, it's like a seed came out and went down my throat and like I choked. And when I like tried to like <coughs> cough it up, it's like. It came out the front and it came out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and it was, I'm like in my head, and I, I looked at him, I was like, I think I just shit in my pants. <laughs> it's like, what else do you say, right? So I'm like, and the worst part, I had on a white dress. A white dress that Freya picked out for us in Turkey. And I was like, oh my God. And I, I did have like a... um. A jean jacket because it was kind of chilly, and I like slowly get up and like wrap the jean jacket around my waist, <laughs> but it, nothing came out. Luckily, like when I got to the bathroom, but it was it was so bad. And then just like a few nights ago, y'all, I couldn't make it to the bathroom. So the most handy thing um, in in actually all of Europe, I think, and uh, in India, is these sprayer things that they install in your bathroom next to the toilet. And it's like hard like pressure. Hose, yeah, it's like a freaking bidet. hose for your ass. A hose bidet. A hose bidet. Okay, anyway, now we're going to move on to Brian's question. Here, hold your microphone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, this is funny. Okay. Brian, when was the last time you told a lie? Oh my gosh, I probably told a lie today. <laughs> and to us. <laughs> I probably told a lie today when we were with the um, tour guide in India. And I was like, yeah, I want to keep going. <laughs> and I didn't. I whatever, was... especially when I, whenever he says, girls, whatever you want. Yeah. That means that. That means, <laughs> get me the F out. <laughs> that, it, that's a translation, get me the F out, right? Yeah, I was, I was, okay. When was the last time you told a lie, Monica? I told a lie. I don't really tell lies. I tell half-truths. Same thing. When was it? Today? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> we'll call it a half-truth. So you moms out there, when your kid's telling you something, are you going to say, just tell me the half-truth? Truth. I just want to know half of the story. Okay, it's time for Angela to answer. Yep. <laughs> this was Big one. people. And I haven't seen any of these cards. The ones we use, we throw out. This one is like not even a good. This is not even a good question for. Well, I can you. still answer. I know because there, this she'll be like, "What is the most embarrassing music that you like to listen to?" Nothing embarrasses her. That's the thing. She will dance in the middle of anywhere, 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 any kind of music. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take the question a step further. And it's not that I am embarrassed of trap rap music, but when I'm around other people and I'm playing trap rap music, it embarrasses other it's people. Trap <laughs> like trap music. It's like rap music, but like trap music is like even more like rappier, trappier. It usually has a lot more. That's a huge explanation. Cuss words. <laughs> and the lyrics are disgusting. It's more and raw. I don't know, but like I just like the beats, okay? However, some of these rappers, I wonder if they're talking about Kuma Sutra. Is that the word? Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra, which do y'all know what that means? Like I Google the word and then I That's like a whole other podcast. Go to images. <laughs> there's that too. Tantric sect. Like, there's just all these things that is supposed to be an art, would she say? It's the art it of loving, loving and passion. Yes, yeah. and because busy Americans are too busy to be passionate, we need to teach a course on it. So oh, coming this soon. This is a good one. What is the most trouble that you ever got into at home with your parents? Oh, my God. I was 15 years old, and I stole my mom's car, and then I wrecked it. 
I wrecked my mom's car too. Yeah, but I didn't even have a driver's license. Oh my god! I took. Did you go to jail? No. Well, here's the thing. I took my mom's car so that I would I went and picked up my sister's friend. What a good brother. He's so blue. And when I was backing out of the driveway, I... Boom! I hit a tree. (laughs) He was so nervous. I was. I was so (laughs) nervous. Did you pee your pants? I didn't pee my pants, but I was 15 years old. I was scared. I was like... I mean, my sister and I tried to come up with every excuse possible of how this dent like we were like we, we just moved the car we were gonna wash it for you and then we ended up just telling her this is truth. before ring cameras yeah this i mean we I, but that was just if this ever happens like now going forward just tell the truth hannah vickers yeah, yeah, who hits the, parked cars that was the, and then i get the ring footage and then this well, we whole the truth, lot that was the best thing is telling the truth exactly always the best saying one. that we I tried to move her car, and then just, I hit a rock when I was... I mean, <laughs> whole thing Somebody about, passed. It was yeah. Hulk, and he just bumped we're, into we, me. We made out this whole excuse or lie about how we moved the car, and that's why it had a dent in the back. Mine is quick. So, I snuck out. I was a senior in high school to go to my boyfriend's, and I had a beeper. And I got a beep at like 4.20 or around that time in the morning. And it was my my home number. And I'm like, my father's going to beat the living shit out of me. And he wouldn't even like pull on my road. I lived like on a court, court, like a cul-de-sac. And he's like, oh, you get out. And so I was just like, you know, I had my butt like clenched, you know, like I knew I'm going to get beaten the shit out of what? Your butt clenched. Oh my God, I have. Anyway, yeah, all, all week in India. And so, um, oh, this is just so bad. Anyway, I walk in and my dad is sitting on the steps. Like when you walk right in the front door, just close your eyes and picture your father sitting on the steps. And he said, Angela, if there was a fire and the house burnt down and I went back in to save you because I didn't see you outside and I died, how would you feel? Or something oh, to the wow, effect like that. And I was like, he goes, at least leave a fucking post-it note. Because our family communicated in post-it notes. Yeah, that he might, and he didn't touch me. And I never snuck out again. I did leave a post-it note if we wanted to go to Waffle House just randomly at 3 and 4 in the morning. And um, I didn't go crazy, batshit crazy in college like a lot of my friends did because my parents were a little bit more lenient and they trusted me. And because I was in sports and I cared about things like that, I was really a good, a good kid. Stubborn, but good. Monica, what about you? What is the worst time you got in trouble with your parents? To be honest with you, I never really got in trouble. Oh, she's an angel. I'm an angel, yeah, Which really. Is weird because we were the angels here in India. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're exotic. We're exotic. You know, I have this thing that I always tell the truth, and, you know, I just put it up front. I don't sneak. Is that an Italian cultural thing, or is that just, like, your parents bringing you up like that? No, my parents are, you know, my mom and my dad were divorced, and my mom always told me, you know what, anything it is, just tell me, because if I know, I can, um, you know... Help. Not only I can help, but I can help you, but also I can, uh, whatever somebody tells you, because, you know, in Italy, when they got divorced, everybody was judgmental and all of that. She says, but if I know I'm okay and I can reply to whatever said to me. And yeah. so that made it comfortable. And so that's how, you know, I also taught my child, just tell me everything. We'll talk about it just to make you safe and know what's going on. You know, it's just uh, simple and uh, 
It just makes it easier. Yeah, when you tell the truth, it just makes life so much simpler. And if you find yourself having to lie to people about things, they don't need to be in your life. Like, exactly. it's not the right people. And, like, you find your people. And guess what? As your life changes and as you gain life experience, your people may change. We were just talking about that last night that, like, we came into each other. So we were talking about you last night where your ears burning. <laughs> we were like, if it wasn't for Monica, like, I wouldn't have met the love of my life traveling and then my love of my life lover boy right now. <laughs> So she'll be engaged too in six months. <laughs> what? She'll be engaged in six months, right, Mom? We're ready. We're ready for the invitations. We bought saris today. Exactly, but we're ready to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never. I'm not. No, it's too. It's too soon, guys. But I yeah, do know months. because we my astrologist said it was going to be magical, and we're going to do magical things together, and we really you are. Magic. And we have a podcast magic coming up too, so okay. you guys are going to get. Um, some BTS behind the scenes. So thanks for hanging out in our hotel room in New Delhi, India. And we're signing off. Check out I E C. Bye. Peace. Wait, how do they say goodbye in India? Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, good job, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at AngelaProfit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.